Hi, welcome. Dr. Claire Allen here. Thank you so much for taking the time this evening to join my webinar and listen to this fantastic topic on spirituality and leadership. It's not very often that you uh, correlate the two. It's not very often that you think about spirituality and being at work. And quite often people say to me, I find it really hard to open up about the fact that I have this level of faith and that I can't share it with others in the workplace. But you know what? It's faith that gets you through everything. So let's have a look at this. Now, I need to declare from the outset that I'm not aligned to any church. I don't consider myself to be a religious person. Um, I don't know if God exists. I just choose to believe that he does. So let's have a look at it. I accept every religion. I accept everybody in this world. I have uh, some strong philosophies in Buddhism. I have some strong philosophies in terms of Orthodox religion. And to be honest, I listen to my inner voice at every step of the way. So let's have a think about this. Here you are, a leader, and you're in a position of responsibility, or you're an aspiring leader. Well, leadership is usually earned. You're usually there because you've done something to earn that opportunity. Good on you. You've actually worked hard. Maybe you've done some studies. Don't think it's all good luck getting into a leadership role. You've actually earned it. So leadership is the lead ship. Now, in times of war, they always sent one ship way ahead of all the others so that the other ships could follow. And unfortunately, if that ship got blown up, then they didn't go that direction or they prepared for battle. So that leadership is the one that stands out there. Now, with leadership comes great responsibility. Many of you don't know this, but Coca-Cola, that drink that many of us do drink, well, basically that was founded by Asa Candler, and he was referred to as God's capitalist. Now, he said the successful steward does make a profit because virtue is not his only reward. So when you do things, you should be trying to make a profit from it, okay? But what he said was that this responsibility meant that you had a moral foundation for success. Brilliant. Don't you love it? Whatever we do, whatever we achieve, that moral foundation for success is wonderful. So wealth for the advancement and improvement of society. I love that, don't you? I love the fact that we're given this great amount of wealth and responsibility and it's about improving society because of that. Hope you're sticking with me. Thank you for coming along. Fantastic opportunity. Now I'm going to talk to you about some scriptures in Ezekiel. Now, I don't know if you're religious, but I, I just love this analogy. And it's about our power and the power of what has been gifted to us. And in Ezekiel, it talks about the four faces of the cherubs of Ezekiel. So that means that there are these four faces of power. And the first one that they talk about in there is basically man. And man is representing intelligence. You and I, my friend, are a really intelligent species and we need to use it wisely. Then the other face is the face of a lion. 
courage. Oh my gosh. You know, if in a, in a leadership position, if you have courage, then you can break down any door, absolutely. And then the third one is the ox. You cannot, you cannot achieve great things without hard work. And the ox represents the ability to work hard and to carry a great load. Now, I know from a leadership perspective that I am able to withstand a lot because I can carry a lot. Now, the fourth face is the eagle. And the eagle's my favorite. Love the eagle. The eagle basically weathers the storms, rises above all the problems, and can look down, and an eagle can see up to two miles ahead. So think about it, my friend. Think about it really clearly. If you have super intelligence, which you do, and I do, if you have the courage of the lion, if you work as hard as an ox, and if you're like the eagle that can see so far ahead, then wow, combine that with faith and belief. And what do you have? You have the makings of greatness. So that's all well and dandy. But you know something? Leadership is not all about words. So I'm going to tell you a story. In 1988, I was walking in a park in Minehead. Now, it was a long time ago, but I remember it as if it were yesterday. See, I was at a convention and I just had to get away. I had to clear my head. My father had just died and I needed time by myself. I'm sure you can relate to this. Now, in the park, there were lots of people and everyone was walking around in a circle. And as I was halfway around the park, an old woman joined me. She did not speak. We started to walk in unison together, and I found her presence oddly comforting. We walked like this for some time. Then she stopped, and I stopped, and she took my hand in hers, and she smiled at me, and then turned around and walked away. There were no need for words. The power of who she was told the story. I saw in her that courage of a lion. She had tenacity. She had vision. And I could tell that she had lived a life that was rich and that she had overcome many obstacles. I saw in her peace with herself and her richness, even though she looked poor, was obvious. And that day, my friend, I understood the power of no words. You see, it's really important that we understand the power of no words. As a leader, listen, listen, listen and listen. Because in spirituality, if you don't listen to the voice within you, if you don't listen clearly to what people have to say to you, then you are not walking in spirituality and leadership. Very important lesson. The next story I'd like to share with you in this webinar, and I have told this story many, many times. It is called my chicken soup story of leadership. And I want to tell you that a long time ago, I was running a young women's refuge. And I received a phone call from a friend asking if I would like some leftover chicken. Now, 
the thing is that it was a trailer load and I needed to pick it up within an hour. And I, of course, said yes. I went and picked up the chicken, dropped a few packages off to needy families on my way back, and then I proceeded to make chicken soup for the homeless. Now, I thought I had sold a noble dream to those that had joined me. The chicken soup had to be made and it had to be frozen, otherwise it would go off. And then at 3 a.m., there was only me making chicken soup. I was standing in that big lonely kitchen. You see, often our dreams are not the dreams of others. And there are two significant lessons here. If you embark on change, make sure people have truly bought that dream. And secondly, be prepared to finish it alone if need be. Now, be prepared to finish it alone if need be. Great lessons here. Hope you're keeping up with me tonight. Love having you here. So excited tonight um, to be sharing these things with you. Now I'd like to talk about an old Welsh fable. And I, this was told to me, and I'm sure it was told to me because I am a little bit like one of these horses, and I, I think I'll let you try and work out which one I am. So Mabon had been ploughing the field with his mate Daisy for a long, long time. Then one day, Daisy could no longer work with Mabon. And so Mabon had to work with a new horse called Firecracker. Now Firecracker thought she knew it all and she kept fighting Mabon and she was getting cuts and bruises in the process. Now Mabon was missing Daisy and was so irritated by Firecracker and the field was not getting ploughed and the farmer was getting angry. Now eventually Firecracker stopped fighting Mabon and the reason was because she was covered in cuts and bruises. And she started to work with Mabon. And Mabon started to teach her. And Firecracker began to realize that she had a lot to learn. The two became in unison and the field was plowed in record time. You see, when we stop fighting and we, we then have an open mind, it's amazing what can be quickly achieved. So when you work in spirituality, you don't listen to the loudest voice. You don't listen to the people that are in your face all the time. When you walk in spirituality and leadership, you find the old masters. You find the people that know what they're doing and you start to learn from them. Because you will learn to plough the field and you will do it quickly. A brilliant brilliant story that was passed down to me and yes I was firecracker I've had many bruises I've had many um, sores and kicks and uh, along the way and I have had to learn with a four by two across my head sometimes now I try to avoid the four by two across the head because uh, it's painful and I try and uh, have an open mind at all times this next story I think you're finding that I love stories because uh, stories impart so much compared to anything else. I wrote this story uh, myself and I'd like to share it with you. It's called The Power of Belief and it's about three angels and these three angels were sitting around and having a chat. Their names were Michael, Raphael and Oriel. Michael sat like a prince and protector, Oriel sat with a beaming smile and Raphael sat quietly 
and was being reflective. They talked about how God had told them to go and bring home one that they really loved. They walked over to the chariot that would collect this lovely, lovely person. And Michael said, well, my friend Oriel, you spend time with the family. And Raphael, you hold her hand. And I, I, Michael, will prepare the way. And the three angels got into the chariot. And then they had this great journey and they landed on earth. Now, nobody could see them. They weren't visible to the naked eye. So they went over to where the body was and they saw this beautiful older woman floating above her human form. And she saw the angels and she said to Michael, Oh, so can I just have a few more hours until my family comes? Michael smiled and said, Yes, of course. The angels waited around and people came and went crying and saying nice things. Then in came a little girl. She was about five and she said, Nana, thank you for everything you've done for me. I will always carry you within my heart. But you know what, Nana, you shouldn't hold up the angels. Your big car awaits to take you to a much better place. The woman could not respond to her granddaughter, but she asked the angels, how can she see you? And Raphael, who was holding her hand, said, because you taught her to believe and she does. That's why we have come with the chariot to bring you home. You see, when we teach other people to believe, and when we believe ourselves, we see miracles, and we see amazing things. I want you to take a moment to reflect, and I'm going to ask you a question. How do you start your day? When you wake up in the morning, what do you do? Do you start in contemplation? Do you start in meditation? Do you start in prayer? Are you open to new things? Are you open to the universe and what the universe has for you in the day? Spirituality and leadership is, is my friend, being centered and grounded. It is taking time for reflection. People say to me as a leader, you make it look too easy. Maybe I do, but I know that I fly on the wings of angels. I know that I walk in that sense of peace because I've spent the time giving thanks and praise to the universe and then my day unfolds and miracles occur. So I'm going to ask you tomorrow morning when you wake up to say these words. Universe, I am open and receptive to what you have for me today. Universe, I am open and receptive to what you have for me today. And then see what happens, because I know that the universe will bless you. When you're in leadership and you have to make difficult decisions, it may be that people see you as, as we talked about in the beginning, morally bankrupt. But the most important thing is how do you see yourself? You see, the political is personals, a personal and sometimes people cannot get past themselves. We cannot lead from a small mind. We must lead from the fullness of our heart. That's what's important. You see, you need to know your purpose and be strong. You need to work hard. You have to be a visionary. Think ahead. Use your intelligence, my friends. 
We don't always need words, so don't always use words. We need to acknowledge others' people's strengths and we need to work with them. Believe what you are doing will make a difference. Believe in yourself and teach others to believe in themselves. Stay grounded in your faith and remember that leaders need followers who have a moral foundation to improve society. And I'm going to leave that with you because that's what it's about. That's what it's about, my friends. It's about leaders need followers who have a moral foundation to improve society. So, you have a moral foundation to improve society by leadership that is profitable leadership. So I just want to say thank you for attending this webinar. Please, please listen to my podcasts. Send me an email and I will send you some free articles and information. Please, it's clear at wordsthatexpress.com. Send me an email. Love to share with you. Love to include you in my network. Thank you. And I wish you all the best on your journey as I know that you will be greatly successful. Thank you.